Hey Alexa, start podcast. Okay, starting podcast now. Levon. How's it going, Wilbert? So, it has been said that koalas will be extinct by the year 2050. I have heard that news, and that is that is very sad news. Cause... Apparently, let me just make sure this is right. So, they say that some of the leading um, threats to their population is loss of habitat, fragmented populations, and fire. But I also heard that they actually have been hit with chlamydia pretty hard as well. Okay, that's, it says, that it says here on naturalgeographic.com. Chlamydia, a type of sexually transmitted disease also found in humans, has hit wild koalas hard, with some wild populations seeing a 100% infection rate. Wow, okay. Now, so, yeah. The bacteria usually isn't fatal, but they can severely impact a koala's health. Yeah, so that's obviously not good. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, said, they I, have a problem. They do have a problem if it's affecting 100% of their population. And also with the fires uh, and everything, or it was earlier in the year, uh, saying yeah, um, it was a significant trouble. I'm also reading a very similar article, um, and it says a lot of the main things are like brush fires and like destruction of habitat, as well as the, the chlamydia, which is, is very percent infection rate in wild, whatever, wild habitats or something. Oh, wow. Which makes me wonder what happens if a species like the koala goes extinct. I mean, I don't really know. They, eat, so... they don't eat um, meat and stuff. They eat yeah. herb. Uh, they're an herbivore. They're herbivores. Yeah. So they eat like plants and stuff, but I think if one animal goes extinct, it can hurt the ecosystem because all like, you know, the plants and animals, they kind of rely on each other, Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's not like a direct relationship. So I feel like it could definitely affect the environment, Um, not as much as if some other animals went extinct, but definitely still somewhat of uh, a problem, you know. So I'm I'm about to look up what eats koalas. Oh, yeah, because that it can affect that those animals highly as well dingoes powerful owls wedge-tailed eagles and pythons Ooh, okay so i know for but a I fact think that though i think those um animals have other food that they can eat that's what i was about to say i was gonna say i know for a fact that pythons for sure have other things they can eat owls um, definitely owls definitely i don't even know what a, i don't even know what a goana dingo looks like <laughs> yeah i couldn't tell you either honestly and um, eagles probably eat fish or something yeah. like that yeah, they, 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 koala. uh, koalas, they're not that big. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't think they're that big. Like, I know some of them can probably two go to 2.8 feet. Okay, yes, that's not big at all. That's, I mean, that's that's still like a python swallowing one of those. That's, yeah, that, that is true. That's actually. terrifying. Yeah, 8.8 to 33 pounds. So, not the biggest animal, obviously. They're not the biggest animal, but the fact that a python can just swallow that thing. Oh, god, wait, a python, they're the snakes that like wrap around there. Their prey first. That's right? the boa constrictor. Oh, I think oh, all yeah, snakes yeah, yeah. do that. Really? Most snakes do that. I'm pretty. Most big snakes. Most big ass snakes. Oh my god, that's terrifying. Like garden snakes aren't that terrifying, but like, could you imagine if you? Came I, across I, still a don't. Snake? I, I hate snakes. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan either. Like, mo- like especially big snakes. I know there's none around here, but still, I mean, you never know. So, some other animals on the brink of extinction. They're like animals, but they're like specific types of animals. So I don't know yeah. if like that, like for example, Sumatran tiger. Like Ooh. does that mean that doesn't mean all tigers? That just means that 
Sumatran tiger. Yeah, to be specific. But aren't like tigers already kind of like I know there was certain types of tigers that definitely went extinct and I know there's some that are endangered. Um Yeah. Like the uh I don't know the exact name, but like the white and black tiger, that one was like on the brink of extinction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is pretty sad. Rhino, Javan Rhino. Cross river wow. gorilla. See, like those are specific types. I don't know if that yeah. means the whole population. Yeah, because like co- the whole koala population, that's like all the different types of koalas. But like if it's certain types of animals, I know they're still important. And, you know, I know that them going extinct is still a bad thing. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like the other, this other, you know, species of that animal, like other tigers right. won't be extinct. So it's like, of course, not as bad of a loss of if entire koala population went extinct. Rattles are a bit terrifying. Oh, yeah. If that thing comes like charging at you, that that's terrifying. Well, you can't do anything about that. Have you ever been on safari? Uh, I have never been on a safari, but I have been to a lot of zoos and like tours there. But I've, I've actually never been on safari. I feel like safaris can be cool. They can be cool until like, like a the, lion. One, the ones when you're in a car, not when, not the ones when you're walking. Those ones. Oh, seem, yeah. Those ones. Those seem ones yeah, but like, could you imagine? Like, I saw this thing online and it was like a video of these people and they were recording like an elephant and the elephant got really mad and like charged towards the car and hit the side of the car. I the saw car, like, that. I over. saw that. I was like, oh my God. I, I would be terrified. I mean, I know elephants are like most of the time they're pretty like calm, calm animals, but like, if that thing comes running towards you, it might not even mean to, but it might still kill you because, I mean, they're just huge. the size, they, just the sheer they, size. Exactly. The sheer size of an elephant. Like, oh my God, it's just huge. Going on safari in Africa is something on, on my bucket list, but it's like not really like on the top of my bucket list. Yeah. I mean, going on, on your bucket safari list? would definitely be cool. What's something on your uh, bucket list? Was? Something on my bucket list. Uh, well, I've actually never left the country of the United States. I've definitely traveled in the United States, but I've never left it. So probably the thing that's pretty high on my bucket list is just leaving the country and leaving going country. out somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, if Canada or Mexico would be cool because they do border, but I'm talking about like plane because I've also actually never been on a plane either. So going on a you plane. Maybe trip. a trip nope. to Europe could suit you quite well. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. And most, I have a lot of family there as well. Uh, that's like good europe, europe asia uh so i think that would be cool as well visit them uh but yeah i mean that, that would be something cool. that looks like something that i kind of want to do but also not because i know i'm like just too scared to do it is bungee jumping oh yeah it's like no, worse I... than skydiving oh yeah it is because you're like up and down it looks like you're gonna hit the ground that you don't you go back up yeah i've seen videos of it it doesn't sound like something actually maybe i will do it who knows I mean, skydiving would be something, like, really cool to do, but I would be so nervous because, like, what if the parachute doesn't open? You know, you're, you're kind of just falling, and, like, you know oh, yeah, you're... I'd panic. Oh, I'd, I'd definitely panic, But I'd too. rather skydive than bungee jump. Yeah, because, like, bungee jumping, there's also the chance, like, what if, like, you put in your weight or something, and they, like, got the wrong cords, it can't support you, so as you're going down, you're about to hit the ground, you think you're going back up, you just feel, like, a snap. Like mm-hmm. that's like that's not good. That's know? not good at all. <laughs> yeah. People but, who are in the army have to train to skydive, right? I forget which branch. Yeah, I forget which branch. Probably the air force, right? Yeah, oh, that makes sense. About that one, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, that would make sense, which that's understandable for you know, but that would still be terrifying. Um, the army skydive. seems like I heard the which one's the one in the water? The navy, marines, marines. 
Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, Marines. They have sometimes they have to do like these night swim things. Oh yeah. They they swim in the ocean at night. There could be sharks. There could be anything. Oh yeah. Just it's, it's brutal. Deep deep sea. I don't like the feeling of nothing under my feet. Even when we go to like a lake, just like yeah. nothing under. My, I I just don't know what there is, and I just don't like that feeling. Yeah, that no, that that's definitely understandable. Just I I was watching this video about this guy who's like an ex Navy SEAL. He got like um discharged or I think that's yeah discharged and um he said the training was like brutal uh for the navy like there was like it one time where you just like you're just middle of the ocean you gotta like swim like four or five miles and that's not even the worst part but it's like freezing cold it's not like you're going for a four mile swim in like you know a mm-hmm. lake where you can see houses it's like middle of pitch black you can't see <laughs> a thing you know you're swimming with like this like really heavy gear and all this stuff and you're swimming four like, to five four miles, miles. That's yeah, insane. it's like it's brutal. It's really hard to do. But you know, if you graduate, you're definitely well trained, mm-hmm. to say the least. Definitely. Um, even if you don't graduate, you... If you still did most of it. You're probably well trained. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that video of the um, the the woman who threw the in like the baby into the pool? Yes, I did. I I seen that video. What What are your thoughts on that? Like, I was looking at the like the replies to it, and they were saying that like it's just sometimes um they do that just to train the infant to swim while it's like young but they got a lot of hate i think, yeah, they got I think so if she didn't hate. toss i think if she didn't toss the baby into the pool she'd be fine yeah the way she like just like the way like, the baby grew the water was just <laughs> yeah like like a, i feel like she could have went for an easier approach and just like laid the baby in the water yeah. and have them still have the same effect where she's like standing up and she's like, all right, here you go. And just throws yeah. a kid but in every, the water. But everything else seemed to be, like, something that looked um, familiar. Like, then she started snapping at the baby to get its attention and, like, keep yeah. floating. That's yeah. why I saw in the replies. Yeah. The only I mean, controversial my... part is throwing it, throwing the baby in. Yeah, I think that if you want to train a kid to swim early, that's a good thing. But maybe take a little bit less of an aggressive approach. <laughs> maybe like like maybe place them in, in the, the water and place him in the water and have like your hands like below him. So like God forbid something happens you, or like you, like you know there's more than like two seconds. Yeah, you basically just spot him. Exactly, exactly. And spot you know him. obviously you have to be a trained professional. You shouldn't just do that with your kid because you know screw it. You should probably <laughs> have someone who knows what they're doing and knows like the exact time. Because I heard that like one time. I heard this fact. I have no idea if it's true, but like a baby, it, the the time it takes for them to drown is like the average time it takes to like pick up a phone call. And I don't know what the average time to pick up a phone call is, but I'm guessing it's seconds, like eight seconds. Yeah, like yeah, around that, like five oh, to ten seconds. That's not long at all. That's not exactly. So you definitely should be trained to do that. Mm-hmm. I would say, obviously. Doug. Yes. Banging your head against a wall for one hour burns 150 calories. For an hour. Yep. Wouldn't that give you a concussion, too? I mean, at least you got those 150 That's true. What's 150 calories? A Snickers bar? Uh, I'm not sure how calories work, to be honest. Well, what's, like, the equivalent to 150, do you think? I'm looking it up. Is 150 a lot? Um, I mean, if you're banging your head against a wall, it can't be that much. Yeah, true. Guacamole and chips. Oh. Or 150 calories. Oh, wait, they're less than 150 calories. Never mind. How much is a serving of that? I don't know. Moving on. Moving on. Um. How was your day, Wilbert? Uh, it was good. 
but Doug, did you know that the oldest your mom drug was discovered on a 3,500-year-old tablet paper? Well, what did it say? What was the joke? I was trying to figure that out, but it just won't tell me. It was discovered in Iraq. Iraq? Yeah, the, the paper it was written on. Huh, so they've been acing comedy. May twenty ninth um, is officially put a pillow on your fridge day. And like, is that a national thing? I don't know, but I definitely forgot to put a pillow on my fridge on the on May twenty ninth. I did. I feel really dumb right now. Yeah, I feel like everyone should know that. I feel like that should have been made more public. Yeah. Seven percent of American adults believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Seven percent. Yep. I mean. Do you believe that? No, I, I, I don't. But yeah, I don't know. It's not a lot, but it's more than it, there should be. So seven percent of American adults works out to be sixteen point four million. Oh. Well. So sixteen point four million American adults. Think, think that, that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Yeah. If you lift a kangaroo's tail off the ground, it cannot hop. Why would you do that to a poor kangaroo? <laughs> if you don't want it to run away, Doug. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Peter might have a couple words about that. This one might be a, this one might be a little bit relatable to you, Doug. Will it? Billy, Billy goats urinate on their own heads to smell more attractive to females. Billy goats? Yep. Oh, that they they, they what? Urinate on their own heads to attract females. To smell oh. more attractive to females. Well, how how would they get the how would they get the pee up there? They have a way. I'm sure. Maybe if they maybe they sit on their tail. Maybe. And just like piss upwards. During your lifetime, you'll produce enough saliva to fill two swimming pools. That's, I mean, that's not a lot for like people. For your whole life? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Like 80 years? But still, imagine just like spitting into a pool. For 80 years. How'd they know that? I don't know. Well, I mean, they probably. Oh, here's an explanation. An average human produces between one to two liters of saliva each day, which is a maximum of 730 liters per day. The average life expectancy is just over 70 years. 51,000 liters of saliva is produced in an average lifetime, which is more than enough to fill two swimming pools. Oh, I mean, hmm. that's, that's strange. Okay, this but... one's going to confuse you, Doug. Is it? We're gonna have to think about this one. If okay. Pinocchio says my nose will grow now, it would cause a paradox. Because uh, right. uh, yeah, if he lied, his nose would grow. But if he told the truth, his nose wouldn't. But that means that he would have lied. Oh yeah. But if he lied, I but wonder if his what would have happened. Grow, what? I wonder what would have happened. Who knows? He probably got beaten up. The who? What? Who got beaten up? He probably would get beaten up if he lied. Oh, probably. Polar bears could eat as many as a, as 86 penguins in a single sitting. Polar bears? Mm-hmm. They, it, it says could. Like, it underlined could. 
which means that they do, they don't actually, but they could like theoretically. Oh, okay. They don't actually do that. Well, that's no fun if they don't. <laughs> um, heart attacks are more likely to happen on a Monday. Do you think that's because of stress? That could be. I didn't think about it too much. Hmm. And the most common time for that to happen on a Monday is between 4 and 10 a.m. So it could be because of stress. Yeah. Because that's when they're, like, going to work. Yeah. The more mm. you know. In 2017... Whoa. In 2017, more people were killed from injuries caused by taking a selfie than by shark attacks. 2017? Yeah. But how... How do you... How do you get injured during a selfie? Yeah. So, the average amount of deaths caused by sharks is six, and then worldwide, there was 35 deaths caused by taking selfies. Do you think it was because, like, let's say you take a selfie on a cliff. Do you think they just fall? Could. That is a possibility. This is a fun fact and also a helpful fact coming up, Doug. Right. The top six foods that make your that make you fart are beans, corn, bell peppers, cauliflower, cabbage, and milk. Milk? Yeah, apparently. Maybe that's because lactose intolerant people. Lev, you were talking about how different states are gonna how different states are approaching school with the coronavirus. Yeah, so for a couple states, for I'll, I'll speak for Massachusetts, for instance, they were trying to propose like a couple different plans. I think there was three main ones uh, about how school should resume because uh, obviously, as of now, because there's no vaccine and I know the cases are going down, but they can't, you know, it's a government, you know, building like school. They can't just throw 2,000, 3,000 kids in a building. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were coming up with a different couple of plans. One of the plans, I'm pretty sure, was like... um they would have like obviously less kids in a classroom um, and they, and they would have like more classrooms, but that would also be a lot more expensive because they would have to hire more teachers or they would have to come up with like different strategies and stuff. Uh, so that's like one idea. Another idea, which I don't really understand too much. I am. Um, I think some States were thinking about proposing this, but I'm not sure if it was proposed was like half remote learning, like half online and then half in school. What so, do you like, mean by half? So like, some kids would like le- you would do like online schooling for like a couple days and then you would like go into school so they would like switch it up so if, for instance it would be like mm-hmm. all right let's say like this like freshmen will go to school on like monday or something and then the rest of the days they'll do like online remote learning or they'll do it for like certain periods so, like all right any student who has math on monday or whatever so you know something like that which that makes I don't sense really, I, under- it, it, I kind it of understand sense. that I know what they're trying I kind of understand it. Yeah, like I understand what they're trying to say, but I don't know how that would work for like some schools because it'd be it, complicated. It's also, yeah, it's also dependent on schools. So like we have a smaller school, so I feel like this one it's going to affect us, but like our ELA class last year had 10 kids in it. So that's like fine <laughs> for like a normal class, but like my friend's school for instance has 2000, 2500, I don't even know the number. So for a school like that big, like 2,000 kids with like might a be minimum a bit of like 20 kids a class, it's going to be a lot more difficult. I think um, that one could work. What was the third That option? one could work. What was the third? And then the third option was, um, I'm pretty sure it was just remote learning completely, but a lot of parents we're not don't doing like that. that. We're, no, we're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, there's no way we're doing that. That's why I don't agree with that one. 
Um, but then there's some parents who are saying like, there's two different like sides to it. So some parents are saying, unless the state has a lot more, you know, like precautions and everything and implement some type of strategy that they're homeschooling their kids. Now, obviously, at least, you know, my parents are that, that can homeschool me and I'm not going to get homeschooled. So I have to go with the flow. Um, so I think that was a third option. But another option that was I thought was interesting was what other countries were doing, for instance, like South Korea and I think like maybe Belgium or some, some of the other countries was their kids every single day, there would be one person and in the kids would walk into school, they would take their temperature. If it's too high, they would send them home. So like the parents would have to like wait at the school and get like the thumbs up. Mm -hmm. um, they would wear masks constantly and they would have these dividers in between desks uh, and there was no cafeteria. So they wouldn't eat lunch at all, like together. And each desk, like they wouldn't have tables, had like this divider thing, like almost those things that they use in elementary school to make sure mm -hmm. like you wouldn't cheat, you know, like that, that was like the main thing that they used. Um, and I think that could work. It could bring down the cases. But if we have like a huge spike in cases, I feel like just walking through the hallways with like 2000 kids, you're bound to bump into someone, you're bound to like, you know, interact with someone, get some like droplets or with the particles on you. Yeah, so too many kids in the hallways. Exactly. exactly. I, like that one's like, too I think the best one would be the half remote, half, half. At, yeah. Half at yeah, like half, That one, that, that one, one would work the best, I think. I think it makes sense as well. Now, it all is state-dependent as well. This is mainly for New England states because I think Rhode Island was talking about this in Massachusetts. Uh, some other states who don't have the corona or not as bad, for instance, I think they could implement some of the other strategies, maybe like doing the temperature checks and everything. Uh, but then again, you don't know if the numbers are going to go up or down. Um, you just really can't predict because the numbers were down for a while, but then there was like 20 states and the numbers like shot up like crazy in like one day. Mm -hmm. Um so I think that's it's it's just all it's all state dependent and it's kind of only time will tell because mm -hmm. I like it, it all really depends because they don't want to implement a program and then like the next week the, a new wave of the virus yeah I think it's, I think happened. it's too early to decide like what we're gonna yeah be, like, like what to the do. specifics of it like we know we're going back to school but like how we're gonna do that it's just like it's still yeah. up in the air exactly exactly that's why there's there's like so many different like options out right now and parents are you know suggesting them the mayor and the governor they're talking about it uh right it now should so. be decided by like august yeah and if, that's and, if but, and if the virus spikes we'll probably just not have school like the first week yeah wilbur what's your favorite flavor of snapple snapple yeah snapple um the cla lemon the lemon isn't that like the, the classic one the normal one? Oh, i didn't know there was a normal one isn't there just like a well, like a basic tea flavor would be like lemon? What's yours? Oh, it's strawberry and kiwi. That seems like that seems more of like a juice flavor, Doug. Not really a, an iced tea Snapple flavor. Oh wait, is Snapple like iced tea? I thought it was a juice. I think Snapple is iced tea. Snapple. Oh wait, I'm pretty. Snapple tea and juices—they do both. Oh okay. It's a brand. It's owned by Keurig Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper? I don't like Dude. Dr. Pepper. It, I'd, I'd take Sprite and Coca-Cola over it. Yeah, me too. I'd well, on the occasion, it. I'd take it out of the soda thing. I also don't like root beer. I love root beer. Mm, I, I want like to try my favorite. Beer. What's your favorite? 
my favorite soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, either Coke. No, no, no. No. Either ginger ale or Fanta. Oh, orange Fanta. Ginger ale is good. Yeah. Fanta orange soda. Yes, sir. I, probably, I feel like I could have guessed that you liked orange soda. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I think I've had it around you before. Haritos are good. Yeah, I like Haritos a lot. Um, I'd say, have you tried Sprite ginger ale? No, I have not. I didn't or like know Sprite that ginger. It tastes exactly like ginger ale, but it's like that Sprite vibe. Oh. It's pretty good. Do they sell that in stores? Like a lot of stores? Yeah, in like cans and, and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm-mm. I didn't hear about it till um, like a couple months ago. Did you see Skittles' new flavor? No, that yogurt Skittles. Yogurt Skittles. Yeah. That sounds appealing. Would you? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like. Is it? How would it work? I think it's just yogurt covered Skittles. Oh, so like, instead of the outside like stuff, it's yogurt, or would the yogurt be on the inside? I think the yogurt... And it's a hard... I'm looking it up. Yeah. No, yo- the yogurt, like, wraps around... The- like, you still have the Skittle, but it's covered in yogurt. Oh. Wait, so let me look this It's up. like yogurt raisins. You know? I'm not the biggest fan of raisins. Yeah, but they're Skittles. True. Huh. Oh, I looked it up. This kind of looks... This looks kind of cool. I don't know. When, when they're out of the bag, they look kind of weird. Yeah. What have you done for 4th of July? Nothing. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like... What'd you, what'd you do? My family just kind of, like, made steak, but we also don't really celebrate 4th of July. We kind of just made it. it like, we kind of just used 4th of July as an excuse to have, like, a cookout. I, I prefer the term America Day. America Day? I just think it's more fun to say. Have you seen people saying, oh, my, oh, wait, you don't have Instagram or TikTok? Are they, like, are they, like, freaking out about it, like, independence and freedom and rights and stuff? Basically. There's, like, those people saying, like... I feel like there's overthinking it. Like, just take the holiday. Yeah. Like, we're, like, I'm wearing black. That's on, too much to freak out about. I'm wearing yeah. black on 4th of July to represent, like, Black Lives Matter. And then there's the other side of people saying, like, I better not see any fireworks on your story if you've been bashing the country for the past two months. Like, there's a lot of yeah. controversy. What? I mean, what do you, what's tradition on 4th of July, Doug? Like, what's, what's standard? You have, you have a barbecue. And then fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. Um... That's it. Yeah, that's like literally basically, it. it's like you play games, backyard games, like, maybe a fireplace. I'm not gonna say that it's not important because like it like is like America Day, but like what we do on the holiday isn't like that important. We just like kind of watch fireworks. Yeah, I don't understand. I still like the holiday. Do. I think it's a good holiday. Yeah, it's a fine holiday. If we like, but, if we weren't in, I don't understand this, what people if, have to. If this wasn't going on, I think it's a pretty fun like because it's in the summer. Yeah. And, like, fireworks are nice to watch, I guess. But I just yeah. don't understand. If it's, like, such, like, a simple holiday, why people have to, like, make a big deal out of it. Because it's America Day. I guess. <laughs>